welcome to the Big Scuba Podcast World Women's Dive Day Edition. Hello and welcome back to the Big Scoop Podcast. Hello Gemma. Hello, how are you? I'm good, thank you. And you? I'm super. Welcome back, everybody. You, you're now tuning into the Big Scuba. This is episode 22, Gemma. It's 22, definitely, yes. Brilliant. And this is a special one, so welcome. Um, this is the Paddy Women Divers Day special. So thanks for tuning in and downloading. And also, this is another little special one, is because Gemma, you are now a qualified paddy diver. Oh, I'm an open water diver, yep. You made it. We didn't drown you in the process. You made it. Well done. I survived, yeah. And I want to go diving. Still. And we will. So, uh, yeah, so, you know, it is a special episode. It's all about celebrating our fantastic uh, paddy women divers who are out there. And we can all say we're blessed for enriched by what women divers are doing out there all around the world you know we've been fortunate by talking to quite a few of them who you know who are doing great and marvelous things yeah we've been very lucky with the people that we've spoken to we've got yeah some women divers basically yeah and um and we've got a special guest we've got a special guest um host as well we've got a co-host our special co-host all the way from the other side of the world from the bahamas and that is christina sonato and we've been blessed by christina coming on to uh, help do this and also listen to the uh, messages that we've got and again it is all about celebrating new women divers that are out yeah we've had some great contributions from a range of different women and how diving has changed their life as well it's so Gemma, you know, you're now a diver. What does it mean to you? Well, I'm just, it's another world and I'm looking forward to exploring it. The underwater yeah. world. Yeah. It is. So also, don't forget our YouTube channel. Okay. Look it up because we're not only delivering this on the podcast. There's also a visual version of this as well for you on our YouTube channel. Look up A Big Chat and um that'll be on at the same time to celebrate paddy women's divers day because some of the messages messages that we got in were visual mess messages and we wanted to make sure that you can you get a chance to see them um as well so i think um unless there's anything else we need to add you know it's good it's great it's you know uh having christina with us and um let's get into the, the day the show <laughs> Okay. So, welcome to the Big Scuba Podcast. This is Gemma, and I've got Christine Zanato as a co-host guest with me, and Ian as well. Hello, Ian, and hello, Christina. Hello. Okay, so this episode is to celebrate Paddy Women's Dive Day. We're going to... Uh, listen to some women talking about their dive experiences and what diving means to them. So diving to me <laughs> is very new. I decided to start my diving journey uh, at the beginning of 2020, 2020, 
uh, because I got to know Ian and it kind of rubbed off on me. So I did my tri dive and then started my open water journey. That came to a halt because of COVID. And luckily, this last weekend, I've managed to qualify as an open water diver. Woohoo! Congratulations! <laughs> In quite testing um, conditions, <laughs> visibility was very poor, but we got all the skills done and we got two dives done on the second day. So that was it. And then today, two days after I qualified, I've done my first shore dive and been out to a wreck where the visibility was great. So it's all lots of life. And yeah, I just can't wait to yeah explore the world more underwater and see a lot more as well. But today it was fab, really, really good. Dive number six. Dive number six in the log. <laughs> there is a 71% of this world waiting for you. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, and it was great. And yeah, and it's obviously it was nerve wracking at first, you know, doing the tri dive and doing the pool stuff. But now, yeah, and I've got a great dive master and a great buddy. So yeah, makes it <laughs> a lot easier. <laughs> So yeah, you're very patient and it's, yeah, you've got lots of, you fill me with lots of confidence as well, which is what you need as a new diver, I think. Very good points, both patience and confidence. You need someone that is patient into guiding into this world and you it need to help you, he or she needs to help you build your confidence because it is an alien world that we're entering. Yeah. 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 I did blind Ian today with my torch. <laughs> I didn't know what I'd done wrong. There you go, it's all a learning curve. <laughs> so what about the Paddy's Women Day? What does it mean to you? It's great seeing that there's such a community out there and also that I'm now part of the Paddy world. And I think all these other women out there hearing all their stories inspires you more to yeah, see what else is out there. Explore. Because you, you, you've been in a fortunate position uh, where you know, since we've been doing this podcast, you've been able to talk to some really experienced uh, who, women who have done some amazing dives, uh, had some really amazing experiences. What, you know, what, I know you said like, you know, getting to know me has kind of helped you getting into dive, but do yeah. you find that the conversations that you've had, have they helped you and inspired you to, I don't know, find the next wreck perhaps, go a bit further? Yeah, absolutely. Because hearing, talking to the women that we have talked to on the podcast and the little big chats, they've been from all stages of the diving. Some really well-known people to just people that are part of a dive club. And everybody has got a story to tell. And you can see that anything is possible. It doesn't matter what walk of life you're from. Diving is open to everybody. And do you think that um, uh, as we get, as you build and as we progress you'll see more similarities with some of the stories that our guests will tell us about and be talking about their experiences now you'll be able to understand yes you'll have uh, much more of a the conditions of life exactly yes yeah. Yeah. yeah so and it's definitely helped because you know even getting in the water you think well if they can do it so uh, it fills you more with uh, it's a confidence thing as well i think you know you see it's so accessible to do it's not you know, for a certain group of people, anybody can do dive. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's open to everybody, so it's really good. Yeah. Look forward to <laughs> dive number seven now. <laughs> so, how about you, Christina? What does World Women's Dive Day mean to you? Well, um, as, as as a seasoned diver who started um, way before the 
women were very much uh, comprehensive into this, uh, this, uh, this world, it is actually really good to have a day that is dedicated to remind women that it is a world open to us and it is a world available and that if you put your mind to it and you're really, really interested is definitely uh, something that we can do. Um, it is a celebration. Um, and for me, it's a celebration of the women that have paved the road way before us as well. But it's a celebration all along the way of all these women that have put in all their efforts and all their trials and kind of like open doors and uh, broken glass ceilings that maybe were there for us, for us to be able to swim through and then maybe reach the next one and then do something else. So I think it is very important to have it recognized and to, uh, to show uh, quite a lot of women in our demographics that still think that is something inaccessible to them that is actually not. So um, Patty Women's Day for me is a realization of something that I started 26 years and is a finally a community coming together and say, yes, they are here and they do belong to our community and they actually contribute. And that is the beautiful thing. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. And it is a community as well. And it's, yeah, just great to see it's all ages. It's, yeah. And all abilities as well. But it's, it is, it's women supporting women as well, right? So as a woman, I receive quite a lot of messages from young girls, from 11-year-old girls all the way to college students asking, how did you do this? When did you do that? Uh, you know, what were your obstacles? How do you overcome your obstacles? So um, by emphasizing women in diving, you also allow them to become mentors for, for the next women. And it's just like a, a mental support. Sometimes it could be a direct support, like uh, hosting someone or teaching someone or mentoring someone. And it's just uh, very much allowing that the road to become, you know, uh, wider and actually better and creating like a bigger community. Mm -hmm. So for me, Patty, Women's Day is women supporting women, but also I think is everyone else around realizing it's like, hey, we need to support the women into the diving community. Ian here is a perfect example, right? Best buddy, yeah. best dive masters and extremely excited about the fact that you want to become a scuba diver. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep, that's good. But you must have seen changes over the, over the years, do you think? The bond between women, has that increased, do you think, over the years? Yes, I've seen an increase in women uh, wanting to do uh, things together. So, oh, let's do this women... Um, video together coming from all over the world or showing something like I just recently participated into um, reminding people to recycle their trash and so we did a snippet of video from all these professional divers and divers from all uh, calls from all the countries I mean from the Philippines to Saudi to Italy to Bahamas and we pass this bag and we say hey when you yeah. use something make sure that you put it in the bin and make sure that you recycle and is just like emphasizing all these women doing that um it's also i've seen a changes also in the attitude of the industry towards the the concept itself in the beginning it was kind of like oh you know oh well, well there's men a diving day and you know the answer is like well that's almost every day yeah. where now it is actually something that has become inclusive and has become important for more people to say no we need to have a recognition of this day and then this dive diver. but when you look at what you what you've done years ago and you got off the plane and you said right i'm going to stay here i'm going to be i'm going to look into diving i'm going to become a diver and everything else do you remember was there a particular woman 
out there, a woman diver, who, who really did inspire you? Yes and no. So uh, my inspiration was someone that I met later, way later in my life. Jeannie Clark was a female inspiration about the sharks. But um, luckily enough, I landed in a place where there was actually um, men who were very supportive of someone who wanted to be a diver and someone who wanted to be a good diver, regardless of their gender. And that was the, the most important. And the three um, men where the, my initial instructor was Norman Fanelli. He did from my open water all the way almost to dive master. And for him, it was not about, oh, well, you're a woman, you know, this is not good for you. It was just like, as long as you can meet the performance requirements, as long as you can do this, oh, wow, you really have a passion for it. He yeah. uh, followed me along. Same was Ben Rose. Ben Rose was about, oh, you're really good. He didn't care if you're a woman or a guy. And, uh, and he kept going. My next one, uh, a very, very strong uh, mentor was a Butch Hendrick. So I was actually fortunate in his fairly men-dominated and at times fairly chauvinistic environment because I, I did receive my fair share of chauvinistic comments and all sorts of attitudes. There was also this strong man, very strong in the industry, mm -hmm. Butch Hendrick, to this day still teacher, that valued the effort that you put in and valued the results and did not care if you were a woman or a man. Yeah. So if you passed, you passed. If you didn't pass, you didn't pass. And there was no differences uh, between the two. He was as, as hard with anyone. And very, for me, um, rewarding because in a certain way as a woman in the industry actually grew as a, I'm going to try to be the best I can not the best woman I can. I'm going to try to be the best instructor I can. And um, although it was a thrown at me, uh, luckily because of these cushions that I was in, I never thought, oh, well, I'm a woman in the industry. Now, in hindsight, I can see how many times it has, you know, sometimes affected. Uh, but I have to thank the, these amazing men, very strong figures who believe into what you put in and not just the gender that you Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. And we need them. We, we need them as much as we need women inspiration. And mm. all of that. We also need the men like, you know, Norman and Ian and Ben and Butch who actually uh, foster this sense of um, proud in what you're doing because that is the way it's done. Yeah. Yeah. And it, then that kind of effect spurs you on more to, you know, get the best out of you as well. And it makes yeah. you in a certain way stronger. I mean, mm. through the years, it does make you a little bit stronger. Some, it, it still affects you. I, I still had, you know, um, negative comments or condescending attitudes. But because you've had the capability of proving yourself at the level that you're supposed to prove yourself regardless of your gender, you also have a little bit of self-assurance. And you yeah. uh, try and tend to shrug it off and move forward. And it's like, you know your opinion does not matter because it's not constructive, it's district. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good. It's not all girly-girly. It's about having those strong men behind you to make you the woman you are today. That's great. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of state of mind as well. As well. It's a mindset. Exactly. It is a mindset. It is a mindset. So I think Party Women Day, it's important to create a mindset of... I can do this. It is it, it, what as was perceived as impossible then becomes possible the moment you do it. And so it, 
it's good that we have women represented that say, no, no, this is not impossible. This is being done. The moment we create Pani Women Day or Women Diving Day or Women Divers Hall of Fame, it's kind of like exclusive and all of that. And so it needs to be there as a torch, so that torch bearer that the Pani Diver does for the other women through social media, through accounts. The Pani Women Day, it might feel a little bit exclusive, but I think it is a celebration. I think for men, it should be the platform for them to celebrate the women that are in their diving world. Yeah. It's a platform for men to say, hey, this is the amazing women that I dive with. And the women are not exclusive of the men. Yeah. Right? It is an inclusion, but it's also an opportunity for guys to say, I have these amazing dive partners. You're like the best sponsor for Gemma. You are. You're yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You always hey. Gemma this and Gemma that and Gemma Gemma. You never talk about yourself. No, 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 no. no not like that. <laughs> so it's, it's, I think a party women day, it is a good day. Is it a torch bearer for those that haven't realized that actually it's not impossible. It is possible. Yeah. It is a representation of the capability that um, uh, a community can actually create a change in the mindset. Yeah. And the bigger the community, the more the mindset. And, and that community will include the men who are actually very proud of the women that are doing this. Okay, okay. so sure. we get straight into the first one. Her name is Andrea Mendoza, and she is based in Honduras in Central America. Yep. Hello to everyone that's listening to this. My name is Andrea Godoy Mendoza. I am a biologist and aspiring marine conservationist from Honduras. I have a bachelor's in science and biology as well as specialties in zoology and aquatic sciences. I am also a certified paddy dive master and for the past year I have been working as a community outreach coordinator at the Whale Shark and Oceanic Research Center in Utila, Honduras. Honduras is a small country, but we are rich in biodiversity. And from a very young age, I have always been inspired by the natural world. This is actually something that drove me to pursue a career that would allow me to not only understand, but admire the natural world. So I decided to pursue a career in marine biology and conservation. And this drove me to the small island right in the middle of the Caribbean called Utila, where for the past year and a half, I have had the very lucky and wonderful experience to study and interact marvelous organisms such as whale sharks, manta rays, and even orcas. Also, the fact that I got to dive the second largest barrier reef almost every day is something that I never took for granted. It is something that is inspiring on its own. For me, the ocean represents hope, not just for our natural world, but also for humanity. After getting the opportunity to closely interact with the local community in Utila, I firmly believe that education is one of the main keys to guarantee the protection of these vibrant yet vulnerable underwater ecosystems. It is something that pushes me every day to try to do better, not only for myself, but for our natural world. You know, that's really good to hear. And uh, one of the things that really uh, came across to me is the word educate. It's exploration, education, conservation. Uh, she, uh, Andrea makes 
uh, two very good points is, and I think those are the key points, she had a, a passion and a love for the ocean that then made her go towards the ocean. And then while she was in it, she realized the value of education. And I think education is the key. Um, and women in a certain way, and, and it's, I was really listening to all of this and I'm thinking, oh, wow, whale sharks, mantas, and even orcas, and uh, the uh, capability of being able to collect all of this, feel all of this, and then want to share with someone. Because education is not just import, imparting numbers. Mm. This is a block of knowledge that I have. But I think education is, and Andrea, you can hear through her voice, is uh, sharing what makes you get out of bed every every morning? What makes you so excited? The fact that she recognizes that she was diving in one of the most beautiful reefs of the world and never took it for granted. Chances are every person that came in contact with her and still comes in contact with Andrea um, will feel the same energy and the same vibe. And that is absolutely inspirational. Yeah, to pass on that energy is just infectious. And that's the way that you'll get more people yeah, into the diving world. Yeah, yeah that's good. Um, our second woman is Ashley Powell. She's from the UK and she's actually the reigning Miss Scuba United Kingdom. Miss Scuba. Hi, my name is Ashley Powell and I am the current Miss Scuba UK. I've been diving for seven years now and I'm a certified dive guide. So to celebrate Paddy Women's Dive Day, I want to use this opportunity to talk about my love for the ocean scuba diving and to share a few of my own experiences. So I've always been fascinated by the ocean and marine life. I would always snorkel on holiday but I wanted to scuba dive. When I was 18 I came across Miss Scuba UK and decided this was the perfect opportunity. The pageant took place in Egypt and if you've ever been diving in the Red Sea you'll understand how lucky I was to have my first diving experience here and to gain my open water certification. I was fascinated by the amount of marine life, amazing corals, the feeling of weightlessness and most of all the beautiful sound of the underwater ocean. I never once felt scared, I just knew this would be a hobby of a lifetime. Through the years I have been lucky enough to dive in many locations from Egypt, Malaysia, Thailand, Cyprus. Scuba diving around the world has provided me the opportunities to learn more about different cultures but most importantly, I have realised how urgently we need to all do what we can to save our ocean. As you know, climate change is real and happening. Every dive site I've been to has been affected by climate change as well as plastic pollution. It is our personal responsibility to make a change, no matter how big or small. Just remember, small actions made by millions of people has the power to make a change. And as consumers, we hold the power. Lastly, I want to say a big shout out to all of the female powerhouses that have inspired me personally within the industry. So of course, my Miss Scuba UK directors, Jill and Sue, you are utterly fabulous. My Miss Scuba UK girlies and all of the women I've been lucky enough to dive with around the world. We've made some amazing memories and I'm pretty sure we've shown what girl power really is. So lots of love from me and to all of my scuba friends and happy International Women's Dive Day. That was great. That was perfect. Good. Yeah, that was good. Good, really good positive message. Message. Yes, the, the ocean is made of little droplets, so each one of us can drop in. Um, one of the things that um, it really sound really really good that the highlighting why a party women day is a good day for her 
um, for Ashley, the, the journey was about encountering other women, yeah. other women that supported her and inspire her to this. Imagine if each one of these women that are in the diving industry are met by other Wuru Party women dive day. Imagine women that don't even know about it. Like, what? Well, there's a women dive day. Like, oh, I can go scuba diving and meet someone close to them that can actually help them inspire. So that was a very positive. Obviously, all the other stuff. I really like the fact that you can tell that for Ash is good to have women supporting and creating this powerhouse to then continue. Yeah, yeah. No, she's really good. Okay, so I'll play the second one because here we go. Hi, I'm Dr. Daniela Ciccarelli and I'm a marine biologist. I work as a freelance researcher in coral reef ecology and marine protected area research. What drew me to studying and diving on coral reefs for 25 years is that they make up less than 1% of the ocean, but they're home to a quarter of all marine species. If you dive on coral reefs, you'll know what I mean. You will have witnessed how rich life is there. They provide food and coastal protection to billions of people, and most of them are in developing countries. They're also like the canary in the coal mine. If they start to die, that's the warning system that other ecosystems might be next. It's also important to remember that we humans have thrived at a time when coral reefs have thrived. If they die, how long before the world is no longer a place where we can thrive? The reality is that climate change is already causing great damage to coral reefs. In the past five years, we've had three marine heat waves causing coral bleaching. In the last 20 years, we've probably seen the loss of half of the world's coral reefs. The good news is that the more we study them, the more we're finding ways in which reefs are resilient and innovative ways in which we can tackle climate change. And it's great to see so many young scientists emerging with new ideas and grasping new ways of understanding the ocean and how we can coexist sustainably. At the beginning, when I was studying, there weren't that many women doing this, especially going on to higher positions or freelance work, either academically or in the diving industry. Now there are many more young women studying and working in this field and some high profile spokespeople for the environment who are women. To young women wanting to enter this world, I would say work really hard, learn as much as you can, don't be afraid to get your hands dirty and admit that you don't know things. Get fit and strong to support your diving activities and stay open and curious and add your voice to those demanding a more sustainable future. Wow. Very good That's message. Crazy. It yeah. is very powerful, both in the her recognizing about climate only, you know, like 1% of the ocean is of course, but like a quarter of the life. But furthermore, is the, is the message at the end she tells to the, to them, we've been discussing, have to work hard and you cannot be afraid to, yeah. and learn as much as you can. Stay curious. I, and my, my version, they tell people, learn um, horizontally, not just vertically. Don't just look up and up, up. Also learn all the other jobs that allow you to do a job a little bit better. But, and that's great. And there's always, there's another word, you know, we learned another word uh, very recently. And, you know, you taught us um, explore, educate, conservation. Tech Clark, you know, he explained he has on his mirror transformed. So you develop and you transform. And, you know, it's with that as well. And uh, her message was really, really powerful, you know, about you know, the things that she's involved with um, and how... You know, she's seen, she's, she's at the front end. She's, you know, 
she's seeing the change, she's measuring the change and get it talking to government bodies uh, and saying, do you know what's going on? This is what's happening and feeding that back to the, the big decision made. Yeah, and Dr. Ciccarelli comes from, she said 25 years ago, so like similar time when I stood, yeah. I see how her was not an e-path at the yeah. time in science. I definitely, I, I look up to Dr. Daniela and think an inspiration for the young women that want to the world of a choral concert of that definitely was a trailblazer. So that was a, yeah, super strong message from a, yeah. Very much. I love the fact you could hear the birds calling in the background. So I was just having this imagination of a, you know, a real tropical scene. You know, the wind in the palm. You know, paradise birds all singing. That just sounded awesome. So, uh, yeah, great. Thanks uh, for the message on that one. That's great. So the the next one we've got lined up is another uh, young lady from the UK called Grace Westcalf. We have interviewed her in episode four. Um, she's still at college actually, but she's just got an amazing thirst for diving and yeah, what her, where her career is going to take her. Yeah, definitely one for the future. Hi everyone, it's Grace Westcalf, or as more people probably know me on Instagram as Scuba Grace. I am very happy to be a part of Women's Diving Day this year and I just wanted to talk about what I feel is important right now uh, in the world. So, as you might know, I want to be an underwater cinematographer, which hopefully means I'll be working on things like nature documentaries. Um, and I want to do this not just because um, it'll be a great experience, but to educate people in how important the oceans are to us and hopefully tell some impactful stories that will um, stick in people's memories. I think as a collective, most countries were just getting to grips with the reduced plastic thing and reducing waste in general. But it's been such a shame in the current situation that that's kind of gone out the window and not many people are really thinking about it. However, it's it has been amazing um, to see all of these posts, um, especially on Girls at Scuba and groups like that, um, who and seeing people who are making an effort to create products that will help us in the situation, but are also sustainable. And I think that's really proved a point this year that um, we are getting so much better as a community. Um, but anyway, moving away from that topic, it's so great that we're seeing just more women in general in the diving world and learning to dive at the moment. I've been seeing lots of posts uh, where women are actually outnumbering men on boats, which is crazy because like that just would never have happened 10 years ago. And it's all about breaking the stereotypes, I suppose, um, because I, in my opinion, I don't think there's any place for them in the modern world um, because it's so different to how it used to be. Um, they're just really outdated. I really just hope that we keep carrying on how we are um, so things will look even better in five years time and finally I just want to say a massive well done to Gemma for passing her open water course. Um, that's really all I have to say, thank you so much um, and keep your eyes open on the Girls at Scuba pages as they have some exciting announcements coming soon that I can't say too much about. Thank you very much, bye. Okay, that was Grace. Yeah, great message. Yeah, she's got quite a mature view of things which is great. I highlighted three words, uh, the same one that we keep going back to, which is educate. And she wants to educate through cinematography, which is one way of educating. Um, yeah. Impactful, that is a very strong word, is just to create impactful stories people also uh, be in a certain way shocked by, but also uh, changed by. And then obviously the word sustainable, mm -hmm. um, which goes back also to, you know, Dr. Ciccarelli about, uh, plastic reductions and basically realizing that we need to have a better relationship with the 
uh, with you. Um, those are the three words that I heard in the conversation really, really made me kind of like wrote them down. I think they're very important, all of them. And the three of them go together. Yeah. We educate to have an impact and hopefully with this impact, which can change things. And one of the things that uh, Grace wants to change is become more sustainable. So yeah. they absolutely go together and express future work. Yeah. And she's got that mindset now to take her further through her career and yeah, have that journey to yeah, make the change. So, so that was, that was Grace. So, so the next one we've got is Janella Williams, who Christina, I believe you know. <laughs> Janelle Williams, yes. Yes, yes. So. Hi, my name is Janelle and I'm from Jamaica. I've been diving for about 15 years now and I'm certified up to Paddy Rescue. I'm a scientist in my day job, but diving for me is more than just science. It's both duty and peace. Um, and compelled to protect the marine environment. And so diving offers me a chance to, you know, to check in, to, you know, clean it up, protect it, um, make observations, even learn to learn more about it. Um, but then there's the aspect of peace. It's, I'm sure other divers, perhaps even non-divers, um, can appreciate that the ocean, you know, the water, gives an incredible sense of joy and 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 peace um that almost never fades you know since covid diving had been on pause for a few months and so like many i had been itching to get back into the water and that opportunity actually finally came um, at the beginning of july and i was like a kid again i packed ridiculously way in advance i you know, woke up super early and I got to the dive site like three hours ahead and all because I was like, I'm, I want to go check on my friends again. And I think that's it for many of us. It's even though some of us look at it from a conservation aspect or from research, at the root of it all, there's a love, there's a desire to always to protect it like it's our own because it really is our own i encourage anyone um that's healthy to really consider diving i mean not only will you be you know a part of our fun group of allies that protects the environment but also you'll find yourself in a place that's just peaceful and right now we could all use some peace i like that that's a cool message I love it. Her voice changed when she said love. Yeah. She said love. It's just, it just outpoured by love. And um, Did, yeah. the peace and love, but it's just like outpoured. And then consequently, same thing. You love something. It makes you feel so good, like so in peace. So she said, joy. I want to go and see my friends. Obviously, you protect what you love. Yeah. Yeah. Baba Dion said that in 1968 at the United Nations, right? You protect what you love, you know, you love what you understand, you understand what you're taught, and here it is. So he's a scientist who looks at the ocean in a scientific way and then goes, but I also love it, and I also want to protect it. And it, again, it comes like full term. So, but that was really uh, a good message, very encouraging. Everyone should try to go to the water. Everyone should, should try to have a connection with the ocean uh, very true yeah. I think if, if we had uh, if we open more opportunities for people 
uh, women in, as well to be closer to the water. Not necessarily just specifically scuba diving. It could be snorkeling, maybe a little bit of free diving or anything like that. I think we open up also uh, more capability for this love to expand. Mm, um, yeah. It is in our nature. It is in, you know, to nurture and want to protect. So I just try to imagine an ocean of women that falls in love with this place and protect it. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's the peacefulness as well that came across. It's the ocean that isn't a scary place either. So a lot of no, people yeah, find peace there. So. It fills you with uh, great thoughts that if there's people out there like Janila, um, you kind of think, do you know what? Maybe the ocean actually is in a safe place. Maybe the ocean, you know, when you look back, just that the, some of the people that, uh, left us, you've given us messages so far. You kind of think, well, maybe the oceans are in a safe, safe hands. That's good. They are. We we just need to have more hands that want mm. to embrace the ocean. That's what I'm saying. If you have an ocean of women that absolutely love these oceans, I think we can do so much more. And men, of course, but um, there is a nurturing part of us. I think that is uh, very much related. I actually look at the ocean. I consider the ocean a woman. I mean, the ocean is a woman, and as a woman is very nurturing, caring, loving, and it can also get. Uh, and angry as a woman <laughs> every now and then get quite angry quite angry yes a bit uh, <laughs> if somebody said what is the ocean i would say it's a feminine it's definitely a feminine nature not a yeah that's really interesting yeah yeah oh well that's good so on to the next yeah. one we've got jill highness hi this is jill heiner thunderwater explorer reaching out to you on women's dive day hoping to uh, inspire everybody out there. This is a really weird time <laughs> to be a full-time diver. Uh, we're all isolated, separated from each other and unable to travel and it makes things really challenging. But I just want to encourage you all to, you know, hang in there, uh, wear a mask, stay socially separated and, you know, maintain your vigilance until we have a vaccine. There are so many more adventures ahead. I've been so fortunate in my life uh, to have some remarkable opportunities and experiences diving all around the world from inside Antarctic icebergs to underneath the Sahara Desert and uh, caves uh, all over the world. I'm so fortunate and pinch myself every day to have had these experiences and if I had just one tip for people out there who want to follow in my fin steps it's um, to volunteer when um, we volunteer so many opportunities open up for us so work hard get involved in a project and then um, ask for the gig for the next one as I said there's many great adventures ahead and I hope to see you all in the water soon. Wow, brilliant. There we go, volunteer. That's another great word as well. Yes, which goes together with work hard, which brings us back to Dr. Daniela. We, and we, we Jill, Jill, I know Jill, and Jill is an icon. To, um, I worked with her, we're friends. But exactly what she said is the same thing. These are women that come from more or less the same time and the same background, and it is that part. We need to put in the work. There's no qualms about it, um, regardless of party women day and being women and all of that. We still need to understand that we need to put the work in, and then 
go and search for opportunity. And that's what she said. Um, and again, she said, volunteer. And then the next time you can say, hey, I already done this before, volunteer, but now it's time for me to receive this as a gig. And rightfully so. Jill is extremely, to be iconical and inspirational. Her words are very, very true. Yeah. You have to seek opportunity and the mm. opportunities will seek you. Yeah. And that comes back to working hard. Nothing will come to you. You have to go and find it as well. Yes. The next uh, lady we've got is Leona Dickerhoff, uh, founder of the Sirene Project. I am Leonie Dickerhoff and I am the founder of the Sirene Project, which is a platform for female ocean conservationists. My ocean story started in 2012 when I moved to California to pursue a degree in marine science. This was also the year that I finally got scuba certified. And if you've ever gone diving in Monterey Bay, you know it's usually really cold, the visibility is bad, and the currents are really strong. So after all of our pool sessions, it was finally time to hop in the water. So me and my dive buddy get all geared up and we were swimming out along this rock wall, which was beautiful with huge sunflower sea stars, lots of bat stars, like purples and orange, lots of crabs. And we also had a couple of sea lions come over and check us out. And as we're just kind of swimming along, our dive instructor swims over to me and he tells me to reach out my hand and he places something in it and I see it's this really small sea star it was a brittle star and as I check it out I kind of flip it over and I already see my dive instructor just shaking his head and I didn't get it so I try to pass on the sea star but now that I had flipped it over its little tube feet started sucking onto my gloves and it was just duck so that I couldn't get it off and I'm trying gently to kind of wiggle it around and of course I rip off three of its legs and I was mortified. My dive buddy started cracking up, bubbles everywhere. So after my first dive, this was freshman year of being a marine science student, I was known as the sea star killer. No, they regrow, the arms regrow. So unless they kill like the center, those arms will regrow. You have to start somewhere, don't you, with these things? And in you education you, you learn by experience. Yes. Um, one of the things that, uh, and I know Leone, her siren project, what is amazing about it, um, that is truly inspirational, she features uh, a woman in ocean conservation on uh, uh, every day and uh, she researches all these women and had this entire platform. But one of the best things that if you go on her uh, website that is beautiful is she says, in order to be an ocean conservation, you don't have to be a scientist. Um, and she gives voices to everyone. So from artists to painters to photographers, uh, people that are involved into, for example, education. And this is that all of us as a community um, do become conservationists because each one of us can fulfill one piece of basically of the pie or of the of the entire images and it's absolutely beautiful powerful um so i really very much like her work i didn't know about her you know um initial as a star, star <laughs> killer but um 
her work right now is very much highlighting all the women out there and her the background of the women that picking that she's reaching out uh, requires uh, i follow i read every story a lot of research i mean mm. the amount of women that she uh, features and how she reaches them from all social background from all cultural backgrounds is actually uh, pretty incredible so leone is doing um, a phenomenal conservation work just by highlighting those women. She doesn't even need to dive. I think it's one of the other messages that maybe to take out. Diving is amazing. I want everyone to go diving. But if you want to work in conservation, you can actually contribute. Actually, when you think about Project Aware, you know, it's a big part of Paddy. Um, and they have learning as a non-diver. And there's things that open in Project Aware where you can actually learn and actually get... Uh, a certification as a non-diver that's true very much yeah. our world it's, our water yeah so um it's a good point yeah yeah so next we've got a lady called natalie kim she's um a cave instructor and she's the founder of under the jungle my name is natalie gibb and i am a cave diving instructor cave photographer cave explorer and owner of Under the Jungle, a cave diving center in Mexico's Yucatan Peninsula. I fell in love with cave diving 14 years ago. Not only are Mexico's caves beautiful, but they are important repositories of archeological and paleontological remains and of geological history. They are the source of fresh water for all the Yucatan Peninsula. As a cave explorer, my exploration partner, Vincent Roquette Catala and I have explored over 80 kilometers of previously undiscovered cave passageways here. It's been an exciting adventure, but exploration isn't just about finding caves. It's about advancing human knowledge of the planet. It's about sharing the knowledge of Mexico's caves with others, so this valuable freshwater resource may be conserved for generations to come. I think as divers, it's important to share your love of the underwater world with others. Tell them stories about your dives. Take pictures, even if it's just with a GoPro. Inspiring enthusiasm about the underwater world helps to conserve it. Whether it's a coral reef, a shipwreck, a clear lake, or in my case, underwater caves. You don't have to be an extreme explorer to have an effect. Do the type of diving you love and share it with the world. I want to go cave diving now. <laughs> After I've now heard her message, I'm, I'm thinking, I want to go cave diving. She actually share the knowledge. <laughs> well, I just listened to her and you could hear the the passion, the excitement, the enthusiasm, motivation. Uh, uh, it sounded like she was actually talking from a cave. You want a little secret about Nat? Yes. yes. She's a tiny, tiny woman. <laughs> she's, she's, she's actually, it's like a perfect, a perfect example. She's a small woman. She's, there's, it's just, she's not tall and she's very tiny. And yet she's this strong, powerful, her voice reverberate through that. And uh, did, she did not let her stature and her physical appearance actually stop her from being oh. what she is, which is like a power force of uh, cave diving and 80 kilometers of exploration. 
Uh, yeah. That is a lot. She's strong, she's determined, and she's used the two key words, right? She said, we need to have knowledge, and once we have the knowledge, we need to share it, yeah. okay? Yeah. And once you do that, you're inspired to protect. And our best message is you don't need to be a cave diver. Same as I was saying, you don't need to extreme explorations. She's share what you love. You love the starfish, you share your love for starfish. You love the tunicates, do that. If it's a wreck, if it's okay. But that is, it's a, that is, is definitely a powerhouse. The next one, we've got another lady from the UK, Victoria. Um, she is quite a new diver, 2018, but it was through her love of um, travel that I think she got into scuba diving. Hi, I'm Vicky, and I've been asked by the guys at the Big Scuba Podcast to do a short video for International Women's Day. My diving journey began in 2018. My children were a little bit older by then, so I had a little bit more free time to invest in something that I really wanted to do. Um, I've always enjoyed traveling, um, so I thought, why not combine both, scuba diving and traveling? You know, they really do go hand in hand. Um, so I got certified in September on a very cold day at Cape and Ray in a wetsuit, um, which was very testing, but I managed to pass. Um, and then I went to Thailand, I did a few dives out there, but it wasn't really until I got to the Maldives um, last March that I really, really fell in love with scuba diving. Um, and I realized that it was something that I wanted to do on a regular basis, not just in warm tropical waters. So um, I got my dry suit certification which has enabled me to dive all year round in, in UK water. Also last year, I got um, advanced open water certified and I got my nitrox certification, which was great for when I went to the Philippines because I could dive deeper and for longer. I've done a couple of um, paddy courses while in lockdown. So I've done the Project Aware um, Coral course and I've also done a turtle course. Um, and then this weekend, I'm doing my rescue course. Um, bit nervous about doing that, but I've been told that it's a whole heap of fun. I'm just not looking forward to, you know, the parts where I've got to kind of drag some large chap out of the quarry. But I'm sure it will be fine. Um, so what's up and coming for me? I'm going to Portugal next month. I'm doing Ocean Revival, which is... Um, in the Algarve, it's the it's Europe's largest artificial reef, and there are some wrecks down there. So I'm going to do a couple of days exploring those, and um, you know, having some fun. And then in September, I'm going to Jordan with Girls Fit Scuba. Hopefully, um, you know, circumstances permitting, um, we're going to do um, a couple of days like land exploration, and then we're going to the Red Sea and doing some dives. So yeah. Thank you all for listening. Happy diving. Bye. That's good that she um, sent us a message from another cave. <laughs> she's very enthusiastic and, yeah, she's obviously raring to go, going through her certifications, isn't she? So I like that. Just, uh, yeah, well, she she's a perfect example of what some of the more seasoned divers told her, like Jill and Daniela, and basically she realised, well, I just don't want to be once a year you know warm water and she realized in order to be able to dive all the time she had to uh fulfill like a, a course and she will work hard so she first did her dry suit and she did her advance and then she did her nitrox and so realized that in order um to move forward she also have to do these things um which means 
we don't have to do them all at once. It doesn't mean, mm. you know, you have to go out there and just like, oh, course after course after course after course. But after realizing a couple of things, um, Vicky set up few goals and those goals were the ones she achieved in order to be able to expand her diving capabilities and enjoy them. Mm. But it brings us back is there, there is, you know, uh, some work to put in, but it's not inaccessible. It's accessible to everyone. From what we hear from Victoria, she, her kids have grown up. Right. So there is no age. There is no limit. There is no size. Now we know um, for any of us women to go out there and trying to achieve what we want to. And it's just a yeah. great example of that. So, yeah. And obviously, yes, yeah, soaking it all up, which is great. Yeah. And she's now doing the uh, rescue course, which is a really yeah. great course to do. So the next one um, is Polly Wake, and she is actually my instructor. So it comes from the uh, Crystal Sea Scuba in Norwich. Hello, I'm Polly Wake. I'm co-owner of Crystal Sea Scuba, Paddy Five Star Dive Centre in Norwich. Um, and I've been lucky I've been diving for over 20 years. I've been teaching for around 18 years. And I've been lucky enough to dive all over the world. Um, I've been to work at some beautiful locations, including Bermuda, the Caribbean and the Seychelles. But most of my working and teaching has been um, and I love it. I, I love the fact that I've been lucky enough to train some amazing divers over the years. Um, diving's transformed my life and, and you see the difference it makes to people that we train as well. It's fantastic. Uh, we've trained boys, girls, men, women, such a range of people from eight years upwards in the pool to their SEAL team up to dives in their 70s and dive with us. Um, and it's such a joy to see people go through like this and discover that love of diving that, that we all have. Uh, we've just been diving today on one of our local shipwrecks on Wayborn Beach, um, a shipwreck called the Rosalie, which was torpedoed over 100 years ago. Uh, it's just beautiful, covered in life, crabs, lobsters, anemones, absolutely beautiful. Very lucky to have it on our doorstep. Um, and we were lucky enough to be diving with some of our students who just qualified on Sunday. Um, so it was their first sea dive, their first pleasure dive beyond qualifying. And they all did great, and it was a, a lovely day. Um, it's great to see people out diving. Uh, doing what they love. Okay, I think we, two things, we need to just let everybody know that we recorded that straight after your uh, first sea dive. From the beach. On the beach. And, and, you know, uh, I hope everyone got the message what Polly was talking about, because there is a little bit of wind noise on there. And I think it's important to say that. And also, I think um, sometimes we get used to people and you can get familiar with people. And you kind of forget how lucky we are as divers to have such great people around us. And, and I think uh, Polly, uh, you know, is one of them people, you know, because we do, we have grown up as divers um, and she's always there organising things, organising dives, getting other people organised. And we see that. Uh, and, and it's also, you kind of, it's a quite easy to take um characters in the diving world for granted so um you know i think we if paddy if paddy diving's about celebrating women divers uh then i think polly's one is a good example of that don't you think yeah yeah she's well she's inspirational and she, again she's such a patient person that wants to educate and fill you with all this scubaness but she yeah all this passion that she's got inside her she's scubaness. just yes yeah, scubaness yes Keyword, <laughs> but yeah, she 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 just like 
you can talk to her and she's just like so excited about everything it's just yeah amazing you can hear yeah. that in her voice when when she talks about like love joy and how happy it makes her and the 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 most important thing is that she she tried out a place she's been in the caribbean she's been in bermuda and all that and she said i absolutely love sharing my uk diet and making a difference right here where i am and it's that uh, very important but you can hear in her voice that uh, she's absolutely uh, happy to yeah. go to the water and i'm pretty sure you know as a as a bahamian diver some days it might not be as easy you're di you know you're around diving in the uk is not always easy no. to keep that joy and to keep that love and that passion for 18 years professionally 18 year professional that is pretty incredible definitely uh very much an excellent representative in diving yeah yeah we are we are lucky to have Polly um, in our, you know, in our local dive ship, and, and I, I agree with that. And I tell you one thing as well. Uh, one thing occurred to me uh, at the weekend is that uh, when Polly gives her briefings after a dive, you know, and we had pretty bad conditions. To be fair, you know, where you can hardly see your hand in front of your your face uh, at times. Um, she still could find the motivation, the love, and the spirit, and the positiveness to put towards someone like Gemma, myself, um, the other students who are there, and not let them be put off by the condition. Because it's quite easy <laughs> as a new diver to go, whoa, you know, this is all too much. But she didn't. She, she kept them focused, kept them motivated to get back in that water, to get back in those conditions, to carry on. Yeah, you know? she did. Uh, that takes some doing. And um, fair play to Polly for keeping everybody focused and motivated to carry on. Yeah, yeah. Polly forges mindsets. Yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah. because it, again, it's this infectiousness that you just kind of, she passes it on to you and you think, right, I'm going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's a yeah, special lady. Right, we're down to our final women diver. Um, this lady is called Jessie and she's in Lombok. Hi, my name is Jessie and I'm an advanced open water diver from Lombok Airport Dive Club, Indonesia. You can call me the Flying Mermaid because I work at the aviation industry and I love the ocean so much. When I tried scuba diving for the first time back in 2013, I didn't know how to swim yet totally submerged in the deep blue ocean. Since then, I promised myself that I will do it again one fine day. Six years after that, when I moved to Lombok because of work, I met my mentor, Mr. Nugroho Jati, a paddy dive master, who also the general manager of Lombok International Airport. That was at January 2019. He was the one who encourages me to take open water dive course, so I took it and got my open water certificate here in Lombok. I always fall in love with the ocean, but I never thought that I'll be a diver. And of course, it feels really amazing how I can challenge myself from not being able to swim to now being a passionate scuba diver. The underwater world always has its own way to make me fall in love in every single dive. And every time I go diving, it feels like going home. Basically, Lombok Airport Dive Club was created only for the employees of Lombok International Airport who wants to try diving. But after a few months, we took the club to the next level 
We join some events and projects with another party, for example, the dive against the breeze, bleach cleaning, and some project of coral transplantation in Sekotong, the southern part of Lombok Island. And we also have a mission to help the government to promote tourism in Lombok, especially the underwater destination. And proudly, I can tell you now that I've been chosen to be one of the Girls That Scuba official ambassador. The Girls That Scuba is the largest female-only scuba dive community in the world. It was founded on the simple idea of creating a safe space to celebrate females in scuba diving. And over the past three years, it has grown a hugely diverse group of women and cultivated a positive and supportive community. The Girls That Scuba Ambassador Program has been launched in order to work with a selected group of inspiring women to elevate positive representation of females in the diving industry. So that is my mission right now. As a Girls That Scuba Ambassador, I want to encourage more women to try scuba diving. Thank you for listening to my story, and I hope one day we can meet and dive together. Bye! What an amazing way to end this. Absolutely, absolutely love everything about this. It just uh, brings a full, full circle back around. This is the girl uh, from uh, a cultural background that we've been discussing as well, Ian, that yeah. did not know how to swim and never thought she could be a scuba diver who is now part of this large world community and her goal is to inspire more women to go scuba dive. It's just absolutely beautiful. Uh, the key word I heard is she goes to the ocean at home. Beautiful. Uh, I, what a story. This is an amazing story. And you can hear the passion. You can hear like how enthusiastic uh, uh, Jesse is about everything that is related with the ocean and the scuba yeah. diving. And she might be just an open water diver, but I think she's already has that uh, you know, you were mentioning the rescue course. Her thought is about how can I inspire other women? How can I um, support other women? So she's actually a rescue diver at heart, if we want to yeah. think about how to dive. Jesse already found her calling through the ocean, yeah. which is involving more people. Very, very interesting. She recognizes the diversity as well. It's not just women. There is a whole, yeah, it yes. encompasses Oh, and from going flying to going under the water as well. <laughs> she yes. calls herself the flying mermaid. Amazing women and uh, definitely inspired to go and look up every one of them. If I don't know, some of them, I, as I said, I know them and I'm already connected with. But the ones yeah. I don't know, I'm not connected with, definitely going to go ahead and uh, connect with and start following them on their Instagram accounts or Facebook and yeah. follow yeah. their stories because they're very, very beautiful, diverse. Yeah, I think it's been quite successful. So I think we've had some great words come out of this. So we've had sustainable, knowledge, education, explore, conservation, love, peace. Joy. Joy, it's time for a team hug. You know, it, it's, uh, <laughs> it, it's been a good thing. And I think, you know, uh, all these people you know, who have contributed, uh, have all done justice, I think, to Paddy and uh, help celebrate what is Paddy Women Divers Day. So it's been... And really the passion great, uh, for diving as well. I think yeah. one of the things they highlighted is uh, the good old adage is, you know, out of sight, out of mind. And 
although there's an intrinsic maybe love for water for all of us, if you listen to each and every one of the stories, is the moment they see it, it's just like, oh, wow. And then it becomes like this lifetime goal of saying, I want to protect it. So by opening up scuba diving to more people, the more people can feel this or see this through the different experiences. I think about Nat. Nat is all about cave diving, right? Mm. Jill is about all different experiences. And Dr. Daniela is primarily about the corals, not that she may not love other things. All through this experience, we keep bringing uh, more eyes, more hearts, more awareness, and then pieces all together and tackle all the different aspects of ocean conservation, including Polly that makes you fall in love with UK diving. Yeah, yeah. exactly. She plays a part. You get extra points for that. <laughs> yeah. I think um, as well, to go back on my earlier point, that people like Sylvia L who the trailblazers who were inspirational and still are years ago should be now perhaps hopefully happy that looking back now at what she started years ago all these divers now coming up who've looked upon her yourself your highness you know all these people are now coming up from you know grace say are now following suit and you can't should hopefully now think you know what the oceans are in good, safe hands. We've got these people coming up who are going to be fighting the cause, fighting the battle, uh, using the love, the peace, the passion, the education to look after it. It's good. We have more people. We have more people coming up. That is the importance yeah. instead of having just the iconic trailblazer of the one that broke the glass ceilings, which is amazing. Mm. We have done that. Each one of us has done that. Now that we have opened the door to more people, that is yeah. the, the key word. Yeah. And for gen generations coming, you know, who get into dive and hopefully, you know, my children, uh, other children, you know, we had a 12 year old girl uh, on the course with Gemma, you know, for people like her, you, you, it opens doors, you know, and if anyone is thinking about diving, uh, non-divers that are listening to this, you don't know where it's going to go, you don't know where a door will open and you start diving and you think, right, the world's the oyster, literally is the oyster. And you think, right, okay, let's go with it. See where it's going to go. Has <laughs> Christina, so. thank you very much for your time. It's oh, been my brilliant. pleasure. Thank, thank you for having me. Catching up with you. Um, thank you very much for getting, you know, giving us your time uh, and giving us your insights into what uh, Paddy's Day is as well, what Paddy's Women Divers Day is. So, th you know, thank you very much, and it's been brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Can't wait to see it, to hear it, to see it, to hear it. <laughs> But no, that was great. Thank you very much for yeah, all your help. Thank you guys. Yeah. Always nice to see you. Yeah, it's lovely. Say hi to everyone. Yeah. We'll do. He's somewhere, I guess, resting or something. <laughs> yeah, we'll be close to him as well. So yeah. Bye bye. All right. See you later. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye. Hello, it's me, uh, Zian. Uh, just very quickly, so we come to, kind of come to an end of the episode. However, it's not the end. A little bit of a bonus for you. Uh, because after we had finished recording with Christina, uh, we had several more uh, women divers uh, send in some more messages. So we wanted to uh, use them um, and here they are. Hi everybody, I'm Inka Crosswell. I'm a wildlife filmmaker, underwater camera operator, and I have a background in marine biology. 
I have always been so obsessed with our oceans and I'm incredibly lucky that I was able to grow up by the coast. So for me, the ocean has always felt like going home and it's been one of my greatest sources of inspiration and where I go to recharge very frequently. One of my best experiences in the ocean most recently was diving with blue sharks off the coast of Cornwall. I remember getting into the water and thinking there's no way we'll see anything, these are British waters and then actually the visibility was surprisingly good and I was surrounded by at least 12 or 13 blue sharks and they were circling and bumping into my camera and it was one of those moments that made me so so grateful for the local waters that I get to explore and it was also just a reminder of how much it is very much so not our ocean but their ocean and that's something I've always found really humbling about diving is when you get to watch these species interact with this environment that they're so perfectly designed for. And for us, with every dive, every moment you get to spend underwater, it's a privilege, whether it's holding your breath and diving down for those few moments, or it's that limited air supply we have. We're always on borrowed time, and I think it just makes me that much more appreciative that we get those small moments, those small windows of opportunity to explore their world. I would love to see more girls getting involved in the sport, and I am so excited to see a huge increase in girls that are celebrating their love of the ocean and their love of diving i think it's so important and i would love to especially see more girls moving into the professional side of things and filmmaking and photography and i look forward to seeing all of the incredible women and ocean conservationists that you raise so thank you hi my name is sarah gotti i am a french canadian scuba diving instructor i am also deeply passionate by the ocean First of all, I want to thank the Big Scuba Podcast for inviting me. Today, I would like to share with you a unique experience I had in Antarctica. It was a goal for me to dive all seven continents by myself. The last continent was Antarctica, and it was also the hardest one. So not only the water was super, super cold, but there are some special animals living down there. I got face to face with a leopard seal. That was a unique experience. We looked at each other for a few seconds and for me it felt like a few minutes. In his mouth, he was carrying a dead penguin. He let it go and it floated to the surface. He went back and played a little bit with it and finally he left. This was for me the most incredible moment because leopard seal are really, really big and I could see his teeth that were also pretty big. It will remain in my memory forever. But all of that would have not been possible without women in the dive industry. Like for example, Jill Heinhardt uh, was really important for me because she dived in the craziest place and in the coldest water. So for me, it was really inspiring and it encouraged me to push my limit. Of course, always with the right training, but I knew that if she could do it, then I could do it as well. I think that we should help each other, inspire and lift each other up in the female diving industry. And I'm really proud to be part of it. Thank you very much for inviting me. Bye bye. Hello everyone. My name is Jessica Montebaranom and I'm a 23 year old marine biology graduate. Um, I have just finished university this year from the University of Hull. And I absolutely love studying marine biology there. 
um, everyone who taught us was so inspiring and um, they really transferred the passion of their subject onto their students. I um, am a qualified advanced open water uh, paddy diver. Um, I love diving, it is such a freeing thing to do. Uh, I feel so at peace when under the water, everything is really silent um, but then um, as you know if you end up going diving on coral reefs then it's actually not so peaceful anymore and there's a lot of noises there but it's truly truly incredible and it is something that I recommend to everyone um, to try even if they're not a massive fan of the open water um, it's just such a different sensation once you're under the sea I definitely recommend it to everyone I've had the opportunity to go diving abroad I a couple of years ago I was in Tanzania and I was um, assessing the health of the coral reefs there and um, a lot of the coral reefs have not recovered from the, from some of the bleaching events that happened in the early 2000s. So it was really quite sad to see, so they were just crumbling away and it just made me realize that with everything happening with climate change and ocean acidification, we need to be a lot more conscious about the decisions we make and we need to raise a lot more awareness about it because the impacts are very long lasting as I saw back when I was diving. So yeah, um, thank you for listening and uh, thanks for having me, Big Scuba Podcast. Hi everyone and happy Patty Women's Dive Day. I'm Kelly Forsyth and I'm the Grant Administrator for the UK Government Darwin Initiative and Illegal Wildlife Trade Challenge Fund. Originally, I'm from the Cayman Islands and learning how to dive really allowed me to discover the surreal beauty of my island. As a marine scientist, I obviously love the ocean, particularly coral reefs. And through diving, I've been able to encourage others to care about our marine environment too. Our oceans not only support a vast array of life underwater, but also play an important role in life on land. Shout out to phytoplankton for providing the oxygen that we need, and for coral reefs and mangrove forests for sheltering us from storms. Although the ocean is powerful, it is also delicate, and unfortunately under a great deal of pressure due to our changing climate, coral bleaching, ocean acidification, and habitat loss. Top predators such as sharks and rays are being overfished at unprecedented rates, and marine ecosystems are buckling under this pressure. If you have an interest in the environment, I'd urge you to get certified to dive. Not only will it change your life, it might just save our planet. In the end, we will conserve only what we love, and we will love only what we understand. So get out there and go diving. Hello, my name is May and I'm 25 years old and I've been diving from the age of 12 and submerging underwater is for me like going to church. There are so many things that I enjoy about scuba diving but in its purest essence, for me it's a contemplative experience. I mean, you can't talk underwater um, and you have to be completely in the moment. And, you know, it's quite similar to going for a walk, but you're not walking. You're floating in this watery world, which just feels like it's hugging you and welcoming you home. But 
Additionally, like the act of diving itself, the discipline is something I get a lot of fulfillment from. You know, improving my skill set that enables me to be more comfortable underwater and explore further is something I really get a lot of enjoyment from. And the underwater community are just a bunch of amazing people. And it's really enjoyable to experience dives together, build up skill sets together and explore this amazing part of our world. And it is just a captivating place to be. You know, you can swim along some of the planet's biggest and intelligent animals. It gives us another perspective on life. And I mean, who can deny, even slugs are prettier underwater than they are on land. Hello, my name is Helena Bordillon. I am a freediver and I specialise in the depth disciplines. I've represented the UK at four world championships so far and currently hold seven national records. As a child, I learned to swim at a very young age and was more comfortable in the water than I was walking anywhere. Um, I learned to scuba dive aged around 12, which was amazing and opened up the underwater world even more to me. However, I've always found it to be really noisy and did tend to hold my breath as a result, which as you'll all know, is not the ideal thing to be doing when you're scuba diving. Uh, when I was at school, I think it was about 1990, I got to see um, The Big Blue, the cult freediving film. And uh, it was about 24 years later, or 23 years later, I actually finally got around to trying it in 2013, aged 39. And it was love at first dive. I knew I'd found what I wanted to be doing for the rest of my life. Um, the peace and quiet as I put my head under the surface of the water, the intensity of the blue and the sunlight playing on it. I'm a warm water diver, you may, may be beginning to guess. Um, the, the way the curious wildlife will actually come and, and look at you and you can kind of hang out with it properly um, is just amazing. And I, what I love so much about freediving is how it allows you to challenge your boundaries and to um, increase them to see what you are actually capable of. It is a, a magical sport and I cannot wait to be back in the ocean enjoying it again. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye-bye. Welcome back, everybody. Um, hope you enjoyed that as much as what we did. Gemma? Yeah, it's fascinating. Everybody's got a different story. Amazing. Uh, yeah, some brilliant messages there. And uh, I think it's fair to say some messages messages there that um, kind of make you think. Yeah. You know, make you think about your own diving and, you know, life course. Um, you know, some quite deep, deep messages there, really. Yeah, which, and the environment. What you expect. The environment. Yeah. Is big. yeah, which, yeah, makes it so important. And you're probably a bit more of an ambassador for the environment once you see the underwater world as well. Wow. You know, and the... Uh, so I think we need to say thank you to everybody who has been involved making this little project uh, this success is, and also uh, to Christina for giving up uh, some more of her time to come join us on board the, the Big Scoop podcast. Yeah, it's and, um, It's always really great catching up with Christina. You know, if you haven't 
had a chance to find out a bit more about Christina. Um, you can look her up on, she's on social media, she's on, got her own website, and also People of the Water. Uh, look her up on that. And also, uh, Christina's been on episodes with us as well. So, um, you know, uh, do look, that, look her up. So before we go, just a very quick mention, I promised to mention Emily Turton up at Scapper, uh, who couldn't make it. And uh, for one thing or another, she runs the Husky and uh, boat up there and they now took delivery of their brand new divers who are going up there today. So it's a big um, celebration today. Yeah, it's a big celebration for them because at last, you know, Scapper's on the way and up and running. So look up Scapper. Um, you know, it's a UK destination as well. So, uh, and you'll be hearing from Emily in the coming weeks as well. So, so that'd be really good. So uh, she's coming on, on board. So anyway, that's enough for me. Again, thank you very much for everybody who's participated. Thank you very much for sticking with us and downloading. And don't forget to go onto the YouTube channel to uh, watch some of the messages. And uh, sorry, it's been a bit, a bit of a long one, this one. You know, we try and keep it to about 40 minutes. But, you know, it's a special episode. And it's all about celebrating new women divers out there. So yes. all around the world. Yeah. So happy Women's Dive Day. Yeah. And uh, Gemma, your first Paddy Women Dives Day as well. And yeah, we're going to um, go dive and celebrate it. Exactly. We're going for a dive. And also it's the podcast's first women's dive day as well. So I know. It's a lot to say, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so it's a day of celebration for, yeah, all things in one way and another. Yeah. Celebrate you women divers out there. So good for you. And thank you to, to, to all of you. So brilliant. Yeah. Have Can't a great wait. day. <laughs> have a great day, everybody. Enjoy. Enjoy.